episode 17. Uh, today's title is One Team, One Fight, and I'm going to explain that in a second, but I want to get a few housekeeping items out of the way first. The first one, as always, is if you need to get a hold of us, if you have questions, if you have feedback, if you have anything for us, hit us up on Facebook Messenger. You can DM us on Instagram, at dgutspodcast, uh, and then you can obviously email us at don'tgiveuptheshippodcast at gmail.com. Anytime you need anything from us, questions, comments, concerns, feedback, whatever, hit us up through any of those means. Uh, there's not going to be a history segment today. I do want to explain my absence uh, and apologize for that. So a few things happened that required my attention more than this. The bigger reasons are what we all see happening. Uh, the world's kind of lost its mind a little bit, uh, and, and that's where my mind's been the last few weeks. And, uh, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit, um, but as far as the gap goes, I've had other things just come up, just life in general uh, in the past, where I've had a little bit of gaps and I've been getting a little bit behind. So what I'm going to try to do, I'm actually taking a few days of leave next week so that I can record a bunch. I'm going to do outlines and then uh, just record without editing as many episodes as I can sandbag so that when I run into life like this, I can just sit down and edit real quick and post uh, one of those episodes. Another cool thing that I learned was uh, I can record stuff on my phone. <laughs> Apparently there's a podcasting app I just downloaded, and I uh, went on Amazon and bought this little mini USB mic thing for my for my iPhone, and it actually sounds pretty not bad. So as soon as I figure this thing out and get it to work, I'm going to start doing little quick hit podcasts uh, that I'm going to post called Spin the Yarn. Uh, so that's something that... Uh, I'm going to work on It's a project to get more content out there so that if I do, again, need to take some kind of a break uh, or have a gap in the uh, in the episodes, uh, I can still get content up quickly that way so that there's not complete gaps in content. Uh, so you guys still have something to look forward to and listen to. So to get back to where my mind was when life wasn't punching me in the teeth for the last two weeks, I couldn't get away from what's going on in the world. Um, I feel like I'm watching the world destroy itself on national television and on social media and in, in, in any news outlet, uh, just everywhere. And it's rocked me in a lot of ways. I, I didn't think it necessarily would be appropriate for this podcast, but I literally spent two weeks with uh, unable to kind of shake my train of thought away from uh, what I see happening. And I've always been emotionally attached to the idea that is the United States, um, that's America, right? Uh, I think that's why I love history so much, and I always have. Uh, I like the romanticized idea of what it was like back, you know, in different eras. Um, but I also long for the time when we were working towards a better version of ourselves. And I don't see that, and I don't feel that anymore. Um, if anybody's ever heard that Jimmy Carter quote from the speech where it's like every generation like had hope for the future that it would be better than the generation that their parents just went through and then there's that time period when Jimmy Carter was president where the feeling in the United States was that it wasn't getting and nothing was getting better that the future wasn't going to be better than the past and that's how I feel right now I'm terrified for what our future holds and I see the division in the world rearing its ugly head uh, and I and I see it in our ranks and that's why uh, I got past the topic maybe being appropriate or not because I've seen enough of it in the last two weeks where sailors are just saying ugly things and doing ugly things based on their individual beliefs. And I say that loosely, uh, and I'll explain why later, because I don't think they really believe it anyway. Um, 
That's why I need to talk about this. I need to get this out of my head. And I think that everyone can and, and will benefit from it, if not just therapy for myself to get all this all this out of my head. And so I, my motivation for doing this is we all need to understand what it is to be a team, as I've talked about previously, and furthermore, a family, to be able to accomplish our mission. And as far as mission goes, I'm not talking about the mission on a ship of, of fighting the ship and, and whatever the wartime or peacetime mission happens to be. I'm talking about your mission, uh, becoming a better person, accomplishing whatever the answer to why you join the Navy, whatever that happens to be for you personally as an individual, accomplishing that mission, accomplishing whatever our mission is. I, I'm not going to discuss politics. I hope nobody thinks I'm going down that road because I'm not. Or where I fall on whatever issues, as defined by you, the listener, or the media, or whatever the hell is going on. I'm not, I'm not going that direction at all. I'm not a very political person anyway. And what I want to focus on is the importance of us remaining the unit that we are, uh, the family that we are. And I'm going to keep saying that, and, and it's, it'll, it'll get some eye rolls. Uh, I completely understand that. But I think you'll get it when I put this context on it of, you don't even realize it's happening when you're in the midst of it, when you're in the military. Uh, and if you ask any veteran, any retiree, or, or even a veteran, I got some uncles that were Marines in Vietnam, and I mean, they were in less than six years and have been out for a very long time. But it's part of their it's part of their fabric of who they are, and they'll try to explain that they miss it without even necessarily being able to like quantify what they miss. And, and those are the bonds I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about the bonds we forge um, and the critical importance of them. And so the first thing I want to talk about is the tension that I feel just this, based on what's going on in the world, I just feel this tension. And I think everybody does in, in different ways and for different reasons. And the part of that that I want to start with is excuses. There's, there's a lot of hate going around in the world right now. And and for different reasons, there's racial tension, there's terrorism, there's division based on political party affiliation, and, and there's others. Um, and all these things are, are just excuses. Like, be honest with yourself. They're excuses for being angry about something. They're excuses for an individual to be hateful, uh, combative, argumentative, whatever. Their excuses can lead to unspeakable, regrettable actions, whether they're how you use your words that you can't take back and, and that damage relationships uh, to what we're seeing unfold in the world around us. Uh, and even words, uh, there's been some sailors in the, in the area near to where I am, and I'm not even going to call it exactly where, but getting on social media and saying ignorant things they don't fully understand, and it's affecting their careers. I mean, it's getting back to their commands, they're getting in trouble. You put stuff on the internet, it's there forever. Uh, so these excuses are not for you, and they can't be allowed in. They can't be allowed into what we do. They can't be allowed in to, to kind of start fraying the seams of, of this Navy family that we have. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is groups. Um, all individuals have different individual frames of reference, and I've talked about that before in relation to the leadership topics uh, that we normally address. And we have varying experiences that form that frame of reference. So why in the hell do we make broad sweeping generalizations? Like, why do we arbitrarily group people together and say they did this or they did that? Like, like, think about that. I get grouped. You get grouped. Like, I never joined a group. But you're just grouping me together in this group arbitrarily. I, you know, I, I never consented to being part of this group with the beliefs or feelings that you decide to, to project onto me. And it's based on what? Like, you, just assumptions? Like, you don't know me. You don't know these other people. But we get grouped together in these groups. And then they start making these assumptions. And they're based 
on uninformed assumptions that come from a place of like fear of the unknown. And, and he, this is where we get in trouble. Like people just assume things like we do. Everybody does. I do. I catch myself doing it more frequently than I would like to. But the key is being aware that you're doing it, catching yourself and then correcting it. Most of us don't even know who the hell we are. We're still like at 33 years old, I'm still discovering things about myself. I'm still figuring out who I am and who I want to be and how I can get there, how I can better myself to get to get to be the person that I want to be. I mean, I know myself pretty well at this point, uh, and, and I I like who I am, but I can always be better. And so, not knowing, especially at the young age, you guys are. I mean, God, you're still figuring out who the hell you are. So, on what planet are you, or is anyone equipped to assume things about me or about anyone? Like even trivial things. You hear it all the time. Oh, well, I saw this and that on YouTube, so they must be the devil. Or I read it on a meme someone posted on, on social media, so it must be true. You know, like, who are you? Like, these aren't things you get to do. You don't get to be this ignorant. And, and so what do we do about this? Like, what? Is, how, do you, how do you fix this ignorance or stupidity or however you want to define it? And my answer to that is think think like it's that basic just engage your brain why are you mad why do you think what you think good or bad analyze it learn to understand it question it and be open to changing be open to changing your viewpoint uh and i'm not just talking about again like the politics and the things that are going on in the world i'm talking about anything like if you, like we've talked about in the past like if you think your way of doing it is the best way and someone demonstrates to you that there's a better way you're going to change because it's going to make your life easier it's going to make the job more efficient it's going to help other people so why would you not apply that principle to things like this you have to allow your brain to think and it seems simple but we jump on board with what other people think all the time and if intelligent people challenged what you say you think, but really are just agreeing with, you won't be able to explain why, because you don't even know why you're agreeing with it. It's not your thought. You were told to think that. And if you can't intelligently explain why you feel a certain way about a certain thing or a certain issue or whatever, you need to reevaluate why you feel that way or why you say you feel that way. A story I heard recently, and you may have seen this on social media, I thought it was really interesting was, uh, you know, like some researchers put six monkeys in a room and they put this ladder in the middle of the room, just a regular like step ladder where it's got the two sides and you can walk under it and it's bad luck, that kind of ladder. The top of the ladder, they put a banana. And so naturally, you know, the monkeys are going to want the banana. So uh, every time a monkey climbed to this ladder, they would get sprayed with water and the monkeys didn't like it. So they, it trained them to understand the consequence to going up the ladder and trying to get the banana was negative and they'd get sprayed with water. So they stopped doing it. So after the monkeys are trained to expect this negative result if they go get the banana, two of the monkeys are switched out. So two brand new monkeys come into this environment. Instead of spraying them with water, when one of the new monkeys naturally sees a banana is going to try to go get it, one of the new monkeys starts climbing this ladder. All the other monkeys start beating the crap out of that monkey because they understand there's negative consequences to going up that ladder to get the banana, but the new monkey doesn't. So the new monkey just learns that if I go up that ladder to get that banana, I'm going to get the crab kicked out of me. So those two new monkeys are trained that there's a negative result and they shouldn't go up the ladder to get the banana, but they don't know why. So then they introduce two new monkeys, same same thing. And then they introduce two new monkeys. So now all six monkeys all only understand 
that if you go up the ladder to get the banana, you get the crab kicked out of you. So now if I could communicate using speech with these monkeys and I ask them, why are you beating the crap out of the monkeys that go up the ladder to get the banana? Can they answer that question? Like they don't even know why they're doing it anymore. They're not getting sprayed with water at this point because we've replaced all the monkeys. All the ones that got sprayed with water aren't there anymore. But every time a monkey tries to go up that ladder to get that banana, all the other monkeys beat the crap out of them. Why? They're not getting sprayed with water anymore. They don't even know why they're doing it. They're just doing it because it's what you do. And that's the point I'm trying to get across is, you you know, you don't even know why you're angry and why you had this opinion. You're just doing it. And if that's where you're at and you can't come up with an intelligent, articulate argument or, or justification to yourself, not even, I'm not talking about it. You don't got to justify your feelings or positions to anybody else. If you can't, but if you can't do it to yourself, it's time to reevaluate. When reevaluating it, you need to question everything. And we've talked about this as well as applies to every leadership topic that, that you can come up with. Question everything. It's how you learn. Like question why, how, do your own research, and then question that research. Have conversations with people of varying experience. Find something smarter, someone smarter than you, and talk to them. Racial tension in our country baffles me, but I question it constantly. I talk to people all the time because no matter how much I learn or read or hear, I'll never fully understand it because I haven't experienced both sides. I am a white man. I am not a white woman. I'm not a black man. I'm not a black woman. I'm not Hispanic or Asian or Indian. So how could I possibly understand? How could I make a broad sweeping generalization or assumption about something I've never experienced? The same thing applies to radicals that take actions that they base on Islam or any other religion. How can I make the same assumptions about a religion that I've never practiced, been raised in, or even remotely understand? And I'm not talking, like, whatever those assumptions are, they could be anything. It doesn't matter. Like, how can I make any type of assumption one way or the other, good or bad? I don't know anything about it. And you got to take the time to question and learn and understand and speak to people and research just to try to understand, but you're still not in a position to make these broad sweeping generalizations or assumptions. Take the time to question it and make an attempt to understand it as much as you possibly can from your perspective. Like be informed. I will never stop saying that. And then discuss things like find other smart people and talk to them. Seek out people with experiences that you don't have and have a conversation. Understand the world is bigger than your frame of reference. And we, as sailors and military members, are in a unique position to experience different cultures and to encounter people not just from all over the country and the world when we visit ports, but on board the ship. There's so much diversity on board ships. People come from all over the world to, to, to join our military. And so you can experience all these things. Like, we serve together. Talk to those people. Learn what made them them. Like, it will blow up your worldview and make you a more intelligent human being. So I kind of, like, I kind of want to bring some of this full circle. Like, why am I even talking about this? It's Don't Give Up the Shit podcast. This is for leadership development of junior sailors, right? The reason I bring this up is to confront the division, but also to remind us of who we are. Because I don't want to see this division creep in to who we are. You've heard someone saying Navy family. Like, you've heard it, and you might have rolled your eyes or thought it was cheesy. 
and maybe you use it describe describe your group of friends. Like my students call it their squad. Apparently that's a thing. Um, that's what they call it. But like, you know, why do we do that? Why do we describe the, that thing that way? Like, because it's true. That's why. Like I, I mentioned earlier, how veterans miss being in the military, and that's not entirely accurate. Like they don't miss being in. They specifically miss the camaraderie, the family. Like you don't forge bonds like this anywhere else. You don't get this close to human beings anywhere else and it's based on what we do we're unique so like why is this important i bring it up because my frame of reference was being raised in a predominantly white neighborhood so the navy was some of my first real exposure to people of different races and cultures and religions and and just all the different diversity that's in the world but we all share the common context of the experience we're sharing we're all suffering together. We're all growing as human beings based on our collective experiences together. We're all sailors. And that experience is what forges the Navy family that you miss when you move on. And everybody misses it. Even if they're happy that they separated from the Navy, that's the part that every single veteran you ever talk to, that's what they miss. And we all suffer through the same trials. We learn to navigate those challenges of service. And before you know it, that family is exactly that. It's a family. And it's everyone. It's all races, cultures, religions, sexual orientations, whatever other label you can come up with. It's everyone. It's one team, one fight. And that's why this topic is so important. And I just want everybody to understand that what's, you know, to think. I guess is what I'll, I'll always come back to. Just think and question. And and understand that when you think and question these things, you're not going to come up with divisive points of view when you do it this way. You're going to come up with understanding. You're going to come up with a, an understanding that coexistence it, it is critical to our existence like and i'm not trying to get all like crazy and and out there it's just you know when you look at the diversity on a crew of a u.s naval vessel and i, and I use this analogy we were doing an lgbt uh, observance a couple weeks ago and i use this analogy I, i've been in three submarine fires and every single one i, I feared for my life whether I should have or not, you know, I mean, it, you're on a submarine, you're in an enclosed space, you're hundreds of hundreds of feet underwater, uh, the thought uh, I could die right now crosses your mind. You don't get to pick who you fight that fire with, like, you don't get to pick who you combat that casualty with. Submarine dolphin qualification process is what it is so that it doesn't matter. If somebody's standing next to me wearing dolphins to work, I, I, I don't need to question it. I don't need to pick them. They've already been picked. They, they're wearing dolphins to work. And that's my family. And when you're in that environment, I mean, it, you can't get that anywhere else. And you can't understand that and, unless you experience it. And that's why the bonds forged by military members are so interesting to the rest of the world. That's why documentaries and television series, you know, like, like Band of Brothers and... and the other iterations of that or, or a movie like Saving Private Ryan that's what that's what interests people that's what draws people to those types of interpretations of military life like that the camaraderie is not something that civilians understand because where do you experience that 
Where, where are you ever going to experience that? I mean, the closest thing I can think of is maybe a team sport like high school football. And what do successful high school football people remember and longingly look back at? High school football or college football. Like, so, I, you know, that if that's as close as you can get, they look back and that what they miss isn't necessarily playing the game. They miss the team. They miss the team members. They miss that family. And when you look at the crew of a Navy vessel, it's everybody. I've been serving with gay service members since I've been doing this for a living. I've been serving with black, white, Asian, Indian, every, I mean, it. it's all been there and they're all family. And now we've got female sailors on submarines, all family. I don't care. And I want everybody to understand that and look around the vessel that you're on because there are sailors out there making just these ignorant statements that they don't understand and that I don't even really think are their real feelings. I don't think they really believe it. And I think if they understood what they were doing and how it affected the people in that family, they would look at it completely differently. And the way that you do that is by thinking, questioning, and then discussing it with smart people. So uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Before I stumble through another run-on sentence, so the summary of what we talked about today is is the tension that exists in the world right now and how that can spill over in your daily life, doing whatever you're doing for our Navy, and a bit about why it exists. And then to always think, engage your brain and think, question everything and do research and then question the research. And then find intelligent people with the frame of reference that you need to expand your worldview and talk to them, have discussions, ask them questions, uh, and learn as much as you possibly can about all these people. And what you're going to find is it's just going to make that relationship grow and it's going to make that family grow. And then Navy family and why it's important. Uh, understand that you're in the midst of that. And a lot of times we don't stop smell the roses or whatever cliche you want to attach to. We don't look around and appreciate what's happening until it's not happening anymore um, or until we don't have it. And when you see those veterans, talk to a veteran if you know one. You know, if you have a family member that is no longer in the military, call them and ask them what they miss. And I guarantee you, it's going to be somewhere in the vicinity of what I just talked about. They're going to miss the family. They might yet not use those words, but they're going to describe it. And you're going to sit there and have that understanding and maybe have that aha moment that you're in the midst of that and you should appreciate it and understand how important it is and why Navy family is critical to success in all that we do. In closing, I just want to under, everybody understand first that all, all the things I talk about in this topic apply to more than just this issue, uh, kind of what's going on in the world. I'm focusing on this issue because it's the context. It's, it's the world we live in at the moment, uh, and I hope it's not the world we live in in two weeks or a month. Uh, but with everything you do, think, question, and just be informed. The more and more the world gets away from sanity, the more important it is for us to understand the importance of our family unit. Um, that's what it is. We complain, we disagree, but when someone attacks our family unit, we come together. Our community takes care of its own. Uh, if tragedy strikes, we come together and we take care of our Navy family. Our family consists of a diverse group of individuals with different beliefs and experiences, but we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all sailors. And don't ever let the ignorance happening around you interfere with that can never allow division in our units on this level. We can't allow this stuff in. Uh, this is the most important thing, binding together our teams and furthering mission accomplishment, is, is just unity through our shared experience. We are one team, fighting one fight, and don't ever let anyone take that away from you. 
that, I just want to remind everybody again, uh, you know, that's the show for the week. And just if you guys need anything, feedback, questions, want to talk something out, uh, want to tell me I'm an idiot, <laughs> you can reach out to us. Uh, you can Facebook message us. Hit us up on Instagram, DM us at DGuts Podcast, or send us an email at don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. That is the whole episode for this week. Um, hopefully, it provided some kind of context. Again, uh, not making any political statements here at all. I'm not a political person, I'm not aligning myself with one thing or the other. Diversity is part of what we do in the Navy, uh, equal opportunity is part of what we do in the Navy, and it's what makes us you know the best navy in the world um is that diversity and that acceptance of everyone and i'm just talking about race i'm talking about religion i'm talking about you know sexual orientation i'm talking about all of it and if something in this got you extremely angry or you disagreed passionately question that and question it by getting a hold of me if that's what you want to do and we can talk about it but there's no room for hate there just isn't not in the navy um if that's the road you want to go down and you think you have justification for it, you need to reconsider uh, reconsider your career because there's no place for it. Uh, and with that, that's all for episode 17. Thank you guys so much for listening, and don't give up the shit.